Hello everyone, and for one last time, welcome back to Your Words Against Mine, a competitive reading podcast between siblings in the year 2022. I'm your brother co-host, Thomas Dempsey. I'm your sister co-host, Elizabeth Connor. And you are listening to the final episode before we record our big season end, season begin New Year's episode like we did last year. We don't really know how to demarcate a change in seasons with this kind of program so we just sort of have a a episode on new year's day to take care of everything but for now you're getting one last episode of just sort of business as usual yep yep so elizabeth it's the day before christmas Mm -hmm. Uh, i'm thinking we'll probably get this episode out on christmas day so so uh, merry christmas yeah merry christmas if you celebrate that yeah so and uh how are you doing what you been up to um so i've been on christmas break this week yeah it's cool let's see here i have been fighting the crowds now we were smart and we got we we took care of the vast majority of our christmas shopping like before i even got out of school for a break so we didn't have to like go to the mall or anything like that sure um kind of the stuff we've had to get is like stocking stuffers and gift cards and and the honestly the biggest purchase was in this past week has been like stuff for the meals oh yeah um so because we host christmas dinner here at our home so we have to like get all the food for that and then we're also doing like our own little private like christmas eve dinner that we've decided is going to be like special Oh, that's nice. So I've seen people. I've seen like confrontations in parking lots this week. Um, I've seen just, you know, the general holiday humbug that tends to happen, like in Walmart. Oh yeah. Um, I went to I went to Columbia. I think it was Wednesday. And did some Christmas shopping and like went to Trader Joe's. And because we don't have a Trader Joe's where I live, um, the closest one to us, you've got to drive to Columbia to get to it. Right. So, yeah. So, bought lots of goodies at Trader Joe's and like just stocked up on like normal food, like not necessarily holiday food. Um, and then this morning, we or we cleaned like the living room and the dining room area so it'll be ready for tomorrow and we won't have to like run around at the last minute and stress out about that um Uh, and that's pretty much done and so for the rest of the day the rest of the day is going to be spent wrapping presents going over to papa's house for a little bit and uh going to our christmas eve service at 5 30. okay and uh so it's not one of their midnight services now they do have an 11 o'clock service and we have been to that before and it's like very lovely and um contemplative and like reverent um uh-huh. i mean the five thirty service is as well but we're kind of like we don't like we want to go to the service and then come home and eat yeah we don't want to eat and then go to the service, because if we eat and go to the service, we're going to fall asleep. Oh, sure. Especially with... Because, like, t- for tonight's dinner, since it's just me and Brian, like, I bought... 
like I bought prime rib. So we're going to do prime rib and like homemade mashed potatoes and Brussels sprouts. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. So wait, Brian likes Brussels sprouts? Yeah, Brian likes Brussels sprouts. But he doesn't like green peppers. Am I like green bell peppers? Yeah. Who am I thinking of that didn't like green peppers? I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I've got turned around. Uh, okay, so you got green pep, uh, you got uh, Brussels sprouts, prime rib, and what else? Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Okay. Did I just throw the 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 throw the conversation off the rails already? No. Okay. No, no, you did not. Oh, so how about you? How's your holiday preparations been? Oh, they've been pretty good. Uh, got started on decorating pretty early, like right after Thanksgiving. I uh, yeah, start. We got the tree down, uh, like the day before, the first day of December, and got all the lights up on the front of the house and hanging stuff in the living room and what have you. Okay. So, we've been enjoying all that, and. Uh, See, hadn't been having as many fires this year. Uh, normally, Dad'll call up a dude and get a, like a truck full of firewood dropped off at the house. Yeah. And we have like a a rack out by the porch that we stack it on, and that keeps it dry. And uh, but we haven't really been doing that so much. We've got a couple of bundles from the grocery store the other day, so I expect that tonight and tomorrow we'll be putting a fire in the fireplace. And to be fair, ambiance. it wasn't really cold enough to have one except for, like, the last couple of days. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, it, we can certainly talk about that because it has been getting cold. Yeah. What's the temperature over at your guys' end? Uh, I'm looking that up right now. So it yeah, says it's my... it says it's 28, but it with a wind chill of 18. It's saying here that our temperature is 23, but this morning when I checked it, upon waking up around 9, uh, the first time, that is. Yeah. Uh, it said it was 9 degrees. So currently it's 23. It looks like we're going to get a high of 28. Then uh, overnight it's going to drop back down to 19, 18, 16 tomorrow at 7 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that is wild. So no precipitation, but definitely uh, not going to be pleasant to be outdoors. Yeah, definitely not. Um, I can uh, let me let me say this. I think our animals knew it was going to be super cold because they were acting real weird last night. Oh sure. Um, yeah, I don't know. I hadn't noticed any uh, change in behavior with our cats. Yeah, but. Like I walked by uh, our my parents' room and they were all hanging out on the bed with my dad. So, like clearly they're like seeking warmth. Right. So like Violet, like Violet is not the most like cuddly dog. She yep. likes to like she likes to be with people. She likes to be petted. She wants to be in the same room as you. But like in terms of cuddling up with you, like she's not really about that. Okay. Like, a girl needs her personal space, I guess. All right. And yesterday, when we were on the couch, like, she was, she had basically half of her body on top of me. 
Oh, yeah, you did send us a picture of, like, her and uh, Potato. Potato, yeah, because yeah. Uh, Brian, because Potato had been on the, like, just on the that end of the couch, and so Brian moved him so he could sit down, and then Potato was like, well, I'm cold, so Potato jumps up and is like, well, I'm going to be the small spoon and curls up like Violet's stomach. Aww. He's never done that before that we've ever seen. And then, yeah. and then last night, as I'm coming to bed... Like, Muffy, who is, like, a pretty standoffish cat, like, just in general, um, she was laying on my side of the bed. Aw. And I'm like, you never lay on our bed. Well, that's nice. I mean, want him to be comfortable. Uh, You mentioned Christmas shopping. I did a little bit of that here and there over the course of the month. Mm -hmm. Really, I feel like I've been doing most of my gift giving these last several days because, uh, I bought mom and dad a couple of decent-sized gifts that were of a more utilitarian nature. So rather than wait around for Christmas Day when there'd be like some setup and involvement with yeah. uh, getting their gifts ready, I just went ahead and gave them to them when I got them. Mm-hmm. So first was last Sunday when I think the day before or maybe the Friday before uh, our father's Keurig broke, his coffee maker, oh. and... So that that stopped working, so we needed to get a new one. So last Saturday, I went out pretty early and uh, hit up Walmart and got them one of those, like, Keurig slash carafe coffee maker things. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you can make it from the pods or you could set up a f- filter and do it traditional. Yeah. And uh, they seem to be liking it. We've been using it for the last several days, and... The carafe works well. The only thing is, I think there's it like the pot doesn't stay on like until you turn it off. There's like an automatic off function okay. at some point. So if you're wanting to have coffee later in the morning or a little while after you first brew it and you don't want it to get like lukewarm, you mm-hmm. got to make sure to like turn it back on and do it all. Yeah. So that was that. And then uh, later on this week, I went out to Home Depot and bought them some new window blinds mm-hmm. because for the longest time, two of the windows in our living room have just had these sort of like felt uh, sort of blinds that are designed to be raised and lowered sort of of their own like physical tension. Mm-hmm. But that lo- that wore out long ago. So now they've basically just been curtains that we pin up with closed uh, pins. Mm-hmm. So I went out and bought them some uh, proper blinds, like with the wooden slats and what all, and they match fairly well with the old ones. Uh, it was, the hardest part of getting them installed was just removing the mounts for the old blinds. Yeah. Because I never took those down uh, after they got all torn up and broke because our cats went to town on them. And... Uh, yeah, spent a good bit of time the last couple of days doing that, but it all it all looks good now. And then I guess yesterday, we took uh, mom, me and dad took mom out on the town in downtown Greenville. Yeah. Uh, had dinner at um, Sticky Fingers. Got coffee at M Judson. Went by a candy place and got some pralines. Uh, walked around, looked at some decorations. Just had a nice. So sort of like peaceful family trip to the city. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
and, and it was cold. I mean, obviously it's colder now, but we were out and about, like in our jackets and stuff. And right. the wind whipping through those streets was just harsh. Yeah. Yeah. So, but we got some good pictures and uh, had a good time. Oh, good. Yeah. So, I have a so, story. I'm listening. Okay. So, yesterday, I wake up and, like, Brian and I are laying in bed and we're just, like, talking and then Brian goes, you've got an ant on you. So I, anyway, I kill the ant. And then we start looking through our bed and we just find like a couple more ants. So we strip the bed and I go throw everything in the washing machine. Go looking for the ants, find some around the window and spray. Well, as yeah. we're going about our morning, like we just keep finding, you know, like a couple of ants here and there. And, you know, where there's ants, like there's, where there's a few ants, there's going to be a lot more ants. Sure. So, like, we're just going about our morning, and and I'm doing stuff around the apartment, and I'm just like, where are these ants? Like, where do they keep coming from? So, anyway, I have already eaten breakfast and all this stuff. Well, we buy the bags, like, we buy the bags of cereal. Yes. Um, and so, at some point... One of the bags of cereal, it was like the Dino Pebbles, which is basically like Cocoa Pebbles, had yeah. fallen over onto the floor. And when I went to go pick it up, that's where I discovered the ants. Uh, like, I swear, there's like a million of them. Woof. So they were all on the floor. They're all in the bag. I find where they're coming from. I, I, you know, throw away the bag of cereal and I get the spray and I kill all the ants, clean up all their little corpses and... Like, just keep going on about my day. Well, then I'm moving stuff around and I pick up this bag, another bag of cereal, which is like the cinnamon toast crunch kind. And I see a couple of ants on the outside of the bag. So I open the bag and there's ants inside the bag. Oh, guess what I had had for breakfast that morning. Oh, no. Yeah. So I had ants for breakfast yesterday. Gross. That's the kind of thing you want out in the world, that information. The only thing it made me think of was of your friend Will calling me Lillian. Oh, oh yeah. Because uh, they ate bugs on Rugrats. Right. And when I was in the seventh grade, we took a trip to Florida, and my dad bought donuts, and ants got in the box of donuts, and I ate a donut covered in ants. No, it wasn't covered. It wasn't covered, but I'm sure there were some on it. Okay. All right. Well, that's the way, that's uh, how it goes. Yeah. So, uh, let's see, what else has been happening? I guess we've talked about our plans, we've talked about our activities... Oh, 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 I've got a thing I've been working on. Mm -hmm. All right, so I found this app called Libib. That's L-I-B-I-B. Okay. And it's basically a cataloging app for books, movies, uh, albums, and video games. Okay. And you can sort of treat it like Goodreads. I don't know if there's a rating function. It doesn't seem to function like a social media site. Uh 
but it's got like a barcode scanner that it uses your phone's camera to access. And okay. You just find the barcode on like whatever book or movie or what have you that you have. Mm-hmm. Scan it with the scanner and it'll log it into whatever collection you're looking to catalog. Okay. Yeah, so I've been going through my uh through my bookshelves and through my room and cataloging all the stuff I got. Uh so I've only got about maybe I don't even want to say fully half of all the books and stuff that I own because some of my shelves are double booked as it were where I've got like multiple rows of contents on each shelf. Right. So uh remains to be seen what I'm dealing with yet, but Looking at my catalog presently, I've logged 63 comic books, I've logged 99 movies, I've logged 12 uh, television shows, I've logged 4 albums, I've logged 39 video games, I've logged 17 of my Criterion editions, which I'm mm -hmm. giving their own folder, even <clears throat> though you can track all that stuff through the Criterion website pretty easily. And for books, I have presently logged 463 wow and that's not even all the books i own and of course if you want to if you want to include that with like comics then we're talking about well over 500 so far wow that's a yep. lot and uh for christmas this year one of the things i asked for one of the big things i asked for was another bookshelf yeah because I've figured that I can fit one more bookshelf in my room. Uh-huh. Without, like, just completely using up all my wall space. Right. So, uh, and I've got, like, just stacks and stacks of books next to my bed that I cannot fit on any of my other shelves. Right. So hopefully this last bookshelf will be enough to get all those off the floor. Okay. And, uh, we'll just, uh, we'll see. I'll keep you updated. Okay. I just found that app, and I apparently I had it downloaded at one point, so I re-downloaded it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty nifty. This bar scanner on that thing. It doesn't work on all books, but right. I, the I'd say like ninety nine percent, ninety five percent of all the books I scan seem to work fine. Okay. And then for those edge cases, it's got an online search function mm -hmm. where if you go into your web browser and load up your account you can just manually search for things and add it to your collection right All right so that's that's convenient yeah i um i use something similar for all my makeup that i oh sure have it's called peak nest okay and basically it uh it allows you to organize your things into like nests um so you might have like a big nest of so, okay, so here's an example. Uh, this is one of my smaller categories. So I have, like, a nail nest. Right. And then within that nest, I have categories for, like, like nail polishes, base coats, top coats, nail tools, nail polish remover, and other nail... Like that, like that kind of thing. And it allows me to, like... Within the overall nail category, I'm able to then subcategorize. Okay. And uh, anyway, it's very, you do have to pay for it. I think I pay like $5.50 a month for it. 
Um, But with as much crap as I have, it's worth it to help keep it, like for me to know what I have and how much of that thing I have. Okay. Uh, Let me ask you something. Okay. How much reading did you get done for this episode? Uh, surprisingly more than I have, like, within the last probably six episodes. Okay. Well, that's pretty good, then. Uh, in that case, when we, uh, get back from a break, you want to lead us into the reading segment? Yeah. Alrighty. Well, we'll be right back. Alright. And welcome back to Your Words Against Mine, a competitive reading podcast between siblings. Um, Before the break, we were just talking about our holiday plans and just, you know, catching up with our lives. And so now we're actually going to get into some books. Thomas, what's your reading been looking like since our last episode? I have not been reading so much. Uh, I've been working on the book challenge. But otherwise, apart from just sort of picking and uh, prodding at various uh, manga and uh, articles online, hadn't been reading, hadn't been making a real go of like bumping my end year numbers. Yeah. I've pretty much given up on the prospect of meeting my uh, book total, my Goodreads reading goal. Yeah. So, but I, and I don't foresee like, not surpassing my word total for last year but that's not saying much considering that i've been at like 90 something percent for the last month or so mm-hmm. so it uh it'll be it'll it won't be as dramatic a surpassing as it could have been okay i feel like i've just sort of fallen out of the rhythm of it and with the new year's on its way and wanting to commit to like starting fresh with the new year, yeah, of sort of letting my letting myself wind down. That's what I've. That's how I, it's sort of been for me. And honestly, with the Libib app, it's definitely giving me a better sense of where I can go with my reading next year. Because one thing I really need to do, barring any like big shopping sprees we go on for the show or any big sales that crop up, I'm really gonna need to dig into my backlog. Yeah. Or my, uh, any, all these shelves just full of books that I have not read. Yeah. So. While, while we're talking about things for the new year, and, and for me, this is not book related. Okay. But I have to share this because I've got to put it out into the universe so that I can be held accountable. Okay. Okay. So I have been organizing all of my makeup. And when I say that I need to organize my makeup, I mean that. Last time I configured, like, how much crap I have, um, I've got, like, 552 lip products. Oh, boy. That's, that's yeah, I think, lips, yeah. Yeah, I think Mom told me about that. Yeah, I've got, like, 500 and something lip products, like, lipsticks, lip glosses, like, and I'm not done yet, okay? Oh, boy. So then I thought, well, how much have I actually spent in makeup this year? Like, spent mm-hmm. on makeup. Now, this is not including this is not including cash transactions. This is not including in-store purchases. Mhm. Okay? And this is not including um purchases from places like Walmart, Target, and uh drugstores. Okay. Okay. So between orders from Ulta 
and orders from Sephora, I spent almost $2,500 on makeup this year. Wow, that's a lot. Do I wear $2,500 worth of makeup? Absolutely not. Alrighty, so... So, anyway, I'm going into 2023. I'm not buying any makeup. Like, none. I'm going to go the whole year. I'm not going to buy anything. That'll be neat. At least not with my own money. Now, if it's like a gift card or something, that's different. But nothing of my own money. Right. Because that's ridiculous. Right. All right. Now I'm going to step off of that. uh, I wish you luck. Thanks. I'll keep y'all posted how it goes. Okay. So, do you want to talk about some of the books you read? Yeah. So, um, okay, I'm just going to go ahead and admit it up front. I did not read the book for the challenge, but I did read the foreword, and I got some thoughts. Okay. All righty. Uh, okay. I read uh, the first hundred uh, or so pages, so basically everything up to, for, for a reminder to listeners, this was the biography on Ishiro Honda, the Japanese filmmaker who directed the original Godzilla film. And I read everything up to the chapter on the production of Godzilla, so... Basically, the first 107 pages is, like, his early life up to the production of that film. And I'm loving the book. I'm definitely going to finish it before year's out. Yeah. It's, uh, like, very, like, gets into the state of Japan at the time and this guy's personal life and his his, uh, relationships with other artists and filmmakers. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's a great read for a move any movie buff or history buff. Uh so definitely gets a recommendation and for Christmas for my birthday the other week. Oh, I turned 34 the other week. By Happy the birthday. Yep. So for my birthday the other week, we uh my parents got me the hardcover edition. I'd mentioned getting the ebook for me and Elizabeth to look at. Yep. For, for the challenge, but I got the hardcover edition now and it's a really nice uh, addition from Wesleyan University. You know, uh, these colleges will often act as book publishers for academic texts and what have you. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the reason I really like university bookstores is because they'll, they often truck a lot more in like small independent or academic press than more commercial institutions do. Mm-hmm. So you're bound to find stuff that's a lot more in common or feels a lot more unique. Right. Yeah, but th- yeah, I'm really liking it. And uh, obviously Godzilla and all those movies are a big uh, comfort for me. I think um, one of my most it's like satisfying COVID activities was working my way through all the 1960s and 70s Godzilla films. Mm-hmm. With a friend of mine, and it's just, yeah, I've just been really getting into it. Okay. Um. Well, since we're already talking about the book, uh, so I read the foreword. Well, actually, the four. Do you mean the introduction or the foreword? Yeah. No. The well, I, I read one page. Yeah. No. Okay. So I I meant the introduction. Okay. I meant the introduction, and what I want to say is just because I really, really appreciated. In the, in the latter part of the introduction, I really, really appreciated their transparency with um, how they conducted their research. Oh, sure. 
And I don't know why. I just found that to be very, very... Well, it's probably a throwback to all that research you had to do for your... For uh, my thesis, yeah. Because I was like, wow, this is like very, very... This is very upfront. This is very honest. This is very detailed. I feel like this is a source that I can trust. Yeah. And... So anyway, I just really appreciated that and wanted and thought it would and thought it bared mentioning. Oh, sure. Well, thank you. All right. So now, so we've already talked about our challenge. Yeah. But I read, I did read four books since our last episode. That's cool. So, um, all right. I am going to warn you. This is like super hokey. Go ahead. Okay. So this is the... Okay, well, you've heard of the, um, the the musical Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Oh, sure. Okay, so this book series, this book series is the alien version of that. Okay. Like literally, it's called Seven Brides for Seven Alien Brothers. <laughs> All right. And it's by Honey Phillips, and uh, I read four. I read the first four because that's all Miss Phillips has out. I assume there's going to be seven. I assume there's going to be seven. Right. Book five doesn't come out until Janu- till January, though. So, um, and 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 the and this book series is interesting for a lot of reasons because yes, it's it's a romance. Yes, it is very loosely based on Seven Brides for Seven Brothers, but whereas the musical pretty much only focuses on the relationship between the oldest brother and his wife, um, this book series obviously is going to focus on each each brother and each of like it's going to focus on each love story uh okay now they're not really brothers okay okay so (laughs) but they they call themselves brothers because they're basically brothers in arms um Uh. so this this inner like within a certain within a certain space system or like galaxy system there was a war that broke out and these seven men were part of the same unit. And then the war was like called off and they were all, you know, understandably traumatized. So yeah. one of the brothers who is from the planet Kreska was like, hey, there's a property being sold that's like big enough for all of us. We can each either live together or we can each have our own space. But it's like plenty big for all seven of us. And they're like, all right, cool. So they purchased this property and they move to the planet Kreska, okay? Yeah. And the property they purchase is a ranch that was formerly owned by a billionaire named Jonah Wainwright. Uh-huh. Jonah Wainwright also established the nearby town of Wainwright. And the backstory is Jonah Wainwright like got sick and tired of living on Earth, so he was like, I'm I'm I purchased some land um, on this planet called Kreska, and he offered the he he offered his employees um, the opportunity to go with him to like start a settlement on this planet. Okay. And they they went with him. Well, the stipulation was if you go with me, you're gonna have to live by basically a decree. And so oh. he felt that he felt that things were that people were happier when the earth was going through simpler times. So basically everyone on this planet, on this planet that is not earth lives in very much like a wild west situation. 
Yeah. Um, so you have like, like it's very much a patriarchal society. Um, women are expected to get married pretty young. Like you're considered to be a spinster if you're not married by the time you're in your mid twenties. Okay. Um, so the book for all intents and purposes might as well take place in the 1800s or basically. So basically the book is like a Western, but not on earth. And there's aliens involved. Right. All right. And it all just kind of works. So anyway, uh, so the four books that I read were, they don't go in like order of, you know, oldest or to youngest. Like they don't do anything like that. The yeah. first book does start with, like, the platoon leader. His name is Artek. Okay. Um, and he falls in love with the daughter of, like, the... Oh, what were those stories? Of, like, the general store. The, the daughter of the general store oh, owner. Sure. So, anyway, like, the two of them get married. He brings her back to the ranch. It that's this, That book is one of those, like... They meet each other, they go ahead and get married, and then they fall in love later. Oh, yeah. You know? Okay. So that was that's the first book. That's Artek. The second book is called Benjar. Okay. And it, it Benjar is actually the youngest brother in this band of brothers, and he falls in love with a with like the sister of a friend of Nellie's. Okay. And like she's like nineteen, and you kinda understand that Benjar is like he's not nineteen, but he's probably early 20s mid mid to early 20s yeah and then book three is called callum and he is like the he's actually the oldest member of the the band of brothers um and so he falls in love with the older sister of benjar's wife her name is pearl and she's actually a widow okay and then the final book i read is called drakar and he's like I don't know he's like a dragon man he's like very very smart and he falls in love with a saloon worker named kitty who had okay. a child out of wedlock and so therefore she's kind of like an outcast according to you know the whole yeah. society thing okay so anyway those now, are the you, four books i read you make a point of emphasizing this last guy was a dragon man are all of these guys different kinds of aliens? They are different kinds of aliens. So, okay. Artek is a big blue alien with horns that stick straight up. Sure. Benjar is like a humanized lion. Okay. Callum is a big purple alien and his horns go like up to the side and back. Sure. So, Callum and Artek are not the same species, even though they oh. have known each other the longest. Alrighty. And then Drakkar is a, bit on like the a dragon guy. Dragon. And then there's like three other brothers. Um, do we? Do you know who the three other brothers yet yeah, are? Yeah, you know who they are. Yeah, you know who they are. And one of them, he's... I can't remember what his name is. It begins with an E. Um... Oh my gosh, I just realized the books go in alphabetical order. Oh, that's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> so, uh, the next book is going to be about the brother whose name begins with an E. 
I can't remember what it is. But oh, he's boy. like half, I don't know, he's like a werewolf type guy. Oh, sure. But like he, but anyway, he's actually like native to that planet. Like he's native to Kreska. Okay. And then the brother whose name begins with an F, he's got some serious issues. Like he was very much like he, I don't know, something really bad happened to him. And by the time he was able to get medical help. Uh, he had, like, he had all the scars, and he had to, basically, he kind of sounds like a cyborg. Okay. And then the last brother, I remember his name, it's Gilmat. Um, he is like, I don't know, he's like a plant guy. Oh, sure. And he does, anyway, so he's, he's basically in charge of, like, the, the growing plants part of the ranch uh, operation. Okay. I... Obviously, you're talking about a uh, a romance series involving seven siblings getting married off to people. I yeah. can't help but think of uh, what is that Netflix show with the with the with the book series? Oh, 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 oh! Uh, the the bridge Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yeah, I can't help but think of Bridgerton, especially considering that like the two books that I read were about. Like the dude who works with plants and the other dude who's like got emotional issues. Yeah. Now I will say this. Um, so Artek is Artek is really the only one who like went about it the appropriate way in terms sure. of like he found a girl he liked, he asked her to marry him, they began their life together. He's really the only one that did that. Um Benjar, Jerkar, the one whose name begins with an E. The three of, or, well, really, it was Benjar and the one who begins with an E. I can't remember his name. The two of them got into their heads of like, hey, this worked out so well for him that we need to get wives for the rest of us. So let's go kidnap them. Oh, no. So let's go kidnap them. And then winter's coming. And it'll close the pass, so by the time spring rolls around and, you know, you're able to get through the pass, they will have fallen in love with us and they'll be happy and they not they won't want to go back. Okay. So they kid, so Benjar and the other one, they kidnapped like four women. Yowza. And one of the ones that they kidnapped happened to be Pearl's sister, so then Pearl follows because they're like, y'all kidnapped my sister, I'm going to get her back. Yeah. And then an avalanche happens, and she and Callum end up getting locked up together in a barn, and that's how they fall in love together. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, you'll have to... Are you going to stick with the series? Or? Yeah, I'm going to stick with the series. Um, book five comes out, Jan I don't know, sometime in January. All righty. Well, I guess we'll be hearing more about it then. Yeah. Now, I notice, and we hadn't really brought this up, but I think the last couple of episodes we've fallen out of habit of talking word totals. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking since we've got our next episode come up in a week, and that'll be the big, like, revelation episode of how everybody did yeah. this year. I think we might just want to hold off on talking word totals until then. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. But, uh, of course, there was one other issue of housekeeping that i guess we might address now okay and that has to do with your proposed uh reading bingo challenge yes all right so in a preview i don't know if it was on mic or not but previously you had suggested that 
next year we incorporate a kind of uh, bingo system to our reading challenges where mm-hmm. we have bingo cards with a variety of categories of book that we can attempt to fill in mm-hmm. and and ha- let that be sort of like a guiding light for the year. Yeah. Okay. So, so uh, yeah. So I got the idea from a Facebook group that I'm a part of called Literally Bookish. I'm not super active, but this is something they do every month where I guess to help promote like more intentional reading, um, they have a bingo card. And so, and let me go ahead and pull up the one for January while I'm talking so I can give you some examples of what the categories are. Um, But I just thought this would be a good idea for us to kind of like maybe read books that we wouldn't normally read or or something like that. And um but also just to add like an extra little twist to yeah. to the show. Um okay. okay. So he, here is all right. So on this Facebook group for January Bingo, um some of the categories I'll list like 3 or 4. It's a uh, like you read a first edition copy of a book of a book. Uh-huh. You read a book that takes place in a winter setting. Okay. Um you read a book that was published in 2014. Okay. You read a book where the author's name starts with a J or a Y. Okay. So that's but so I thought we could either do we could either do the bingo card by category where like you and I um, come up with like 20, 24 or 25 different categories for the bingo card or each one of us select like 24 to 25 books that we would like to read this year and then we put that onto a bingo card. No. Like so you and I would each have our own bingo card. All right. Here's how I would think of it. Uh, or what I had in mind is we do go the category route. Okay. We have a bingo card of say twenty four categories and a free space. Yeah. You know standard bingo procedure, and then uh, we each hold the card of the other. Yeah. And we each have our own like randomized assemblage of each of those categories. Yes. So the so neither of us know what is the arrangement of the categories on our card we only know what categories there are so over the course of the year we pursue these reading challenges and uh, presumably after about four or five weeks of this we could each or four or five episodes we would uh, start getting into a position where unbeknownst to us we could be getting bingo any given week mm-hmm. so now, did you want to do this in lieu of the reading challenge uh, setup or on top of it? I figured it would be in addition to. Okay. Because uh, I've also been having some thoughts about how we handle reading challenges uh, uh-huh. in lieu of how it's gone this past year. I feel like so much of what or like spurred our conception of reading challenges for this season was just getting us on the same page about a book to talk about. Right. And as we've come to see, I feel like in previous episodes, that doesn't necessarily require one or the both of us to have finished a book, just sort mm-hmm. of to have engaged with it. Yeah. So 
as listeners, long-time listeners know, uh, when we do a reading challenge for an episode, if the person who, if one person finished a book and the other person didn't, then the person who didn't read the book doesn't get words for that book, and the person who did finish it gets a double word score. Yep. What I'm thinking we do next year is, in lieu of uh, the the penalty on the person who didn't read it, mm-hmm. I think that we can continue to pursue reading challenges at our own pace if they go unfinished by their assigned episode. Yeah. But I feel like uh, the double word score can be more a, a an encouragement towards the person towards people to finish a book in a time limit rather yeah so basically we're still going to do the book challenges and you are proposing that if you read it by the assigned if you read it by the date of recording you still get your double words but if you don't read it by the date of recording of recording you're not you're still going to get the book you're still going to get the word total just at a later date for whenever you finish the book right yeah, that works for me. Okay. Because uh, I have a bad, because as... I yes. have a bad habit of being like, oh well, I didn't finish the book, and then like, and then I and then I, I end just... up DNFing it. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's, I think that'll be helpful with dealing with that issue. Yeah. All right. As far as reading categories go, I whipped up a list. Uh, All right, cool. I've got a bingo card generator. All righty. Well. These so I'm going to go ahead um, and make your bingo card. Pretty broad genres. Uh, I don't know how I feel about like the sort of quirky specific ones. Uh-huh. So I went kind of broad with these. Okay. Uh, one is, and this is one you mentioned, I think, when we were texting at some point, is an assigned book from the other uh, player. So each of us will have one book assigned to us by the other a specific book to read at some point during the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can be one. That'll be, I guess, the one like hard and fast book that we'll be dealing with. Yeah. And the rest of them are sort of genre categories. So we've got okay. uh, biography. We've got nonfiction uh, or history. We've got sci-fi, uh, romance, historical fiction, mystery, horror, fantasy, We've got short story collection. We've got essay collection. We've got novella. We've got uh, 500 plus war- uh, pages. We've got book published pre-1950. We've got uh, books from non-English uh, areas. So we've got like one book from South America, one book from Africa, one book from Asia, one book from uh, non-English speaking Europe. We've got a graphic novel. We've got a young adult. We've got some award winners. The Pulitzer Prize winner, Booker Prize winner, National Book Award winner. And then we've got a book from the year of the competition. So a book that comes out in 2023. Okay. Once we uh, once we get off the air, you're going to have to go back over this list. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So does that sound good to you? Yeah, that sounds great to me. Alrighty. Well, that's, uh, I think that's a fair bit of housekeeping we've been taking care of. Yeah. I think it put, it'll put us in a good position for the next episode to finish up uh, everything for this year and then hit the ground running with the new one. Yep. All right. So you want to, 
shout out our listeners where they can contact us or yeah so you can find us on facebook twitter instagram tiktok and literally club at your words podcast you can find us on our website at yourwordspodcast.com and you can send us a question recommendation or comment to yourwordspodcast at gmail.com Alrighty, and we and we appreciate uh, our regular listeners for sticking with us throughout the year. We hope any new listeners will stick with us in the year to come. And we wish everybody listening a Merry Christmas and a Happy Holidays. And until we see you in a week from now. Uh, bye. Yeah, bye.